1: Hi everyone! We've now put together another best of episode of Tea with Twiggy, and this time it's American actors, and it's the lovely Molly Ringwald and the amazing Fran Drescher, who I worked with many years ago, and we became best buddies, and she's now doing extraordinary things in the states, and she's just been re-elected as the president of SAG-AFTRA, the union for actors, and. Um, it's extraordinary what she's doing, so um, we've put together this best of episode with those two talented ladies. Enjoy You've got the most beautiful voice and you've done I love the um, the album you did. Thank
0: you. When did you record that? I found it on you on YouTube. Yeah, I recorded it about I think ten years ago. Um, and then I, um, and then I toured with my band. Um, but then I realized I didn't really like touring very much. I really love, you know, sort of my fantasy is just to, you know, go and just sing a few songs in a, in a jazz club, you know, really (laughs) for no money or, you know, that was always my, I grew up with jazz. So it was sort of like my comfort music. Um, and, and I loved that, but then, you know how, when you do something that you love and then it sort of becomes, Mm. Um, monetized, it becomes a career, you know, and, and it kind of sucked the love out of it a little bit for me. I just, I just really didn't like being away from my family that much. So I um, I sort of took a break. And then also I moved from California back to New York. um, And all of the musicians that I worked with are in California. I mean, not to say that there aren't incredible jazz musicians in New York. I, you know, I, I, might do it again, but I oh, just... you
1: should, because you've got the most beautiful voice. Oh, thank you. Did you, did you get? Or, I mean, I knew you. I knew you obviously were a singer because you'd done musicals, but I didn't know you'd done the jazz albums until yeah. I was doing my, re- I, I, I doing my research. <laughs> um, <laughs> well done. But your dad was a jazz musician. What yeah, did he play? Well,
0: he plays um or I should say he played because unfortunately he had a stroke a, uh, a couple years ago and and can't play anymore oh. um but yeah he grew up um you know he supported the family you know with um with playing music um so i that was kind of like my special thing with him because my brother and sister didn't um didn't seem to uh inherit the the musical ability but i did so it was kind of like our special thing that we did together. And so I used to sing with his jazz band when I was little. And that's kind of what, how I ended up getting cast in a musical because somebody had, seen me sing and said oh there's this play called Annie that's coming <laughs> on the west coast and you know first west coast production of this play and you know she should really audition for it and so we thought okay why not and I auditioned for it and I didn't get the role of Annie but I got the role of um you know one of the orphans and I did that for 15 months when I was about wow. uh 10 years old yeah 10 oh my or 11.
1: God. Now did you mm-hmm. do every performance because at that age don't they kind of one does matinee, and one does evening, or
0: no, um, I did every performance. <gasps> I think the laws in in England were different mm. than the laws at the time in America. um I think maybe in America, i don't know, I haven't checked into it, but I think I think now in America, um it might be the way that it that it has been in England where they cast you know three different people Yeah, and, you know, I, in think, the main I don't part,
1: know, I don't know what age it stops at, but I think at ten, I think they. They have two or three kids doing it.
0: Yeah, no, we, I did just about, I think I did every performance. Um, and I remember they wanted to, the. you know, at a certain point, you kind of age out of the part and they wanted to recast Annie. Um, and, but the per, the girl that was playing Annie said, no, you can't make me leave a performance. And she absolutely refused to leave, <laughs> to leave the performance to let this other girl, to let Martin Sharnan <laughs> see this other girl play the part. She just refused and, and, and she was protected by the union. And it just seemed like such a crazy thing to me. Um, but you know, eventually her contract came up and, you know, she was, she was booted out. Um, but yeah, I did it for 15 months. I think just about every show. Wow. Yeah. It was very, um, traumatic though, when it was over, because, you know, when you're that age, anything you do for, you know, a month, it's like, it's like years. So 15 months to me was my whole life. So suddenly I had to leave all of, you know, my friends and this way of life. It was where I went to school because we would go to school with, you know, one teacher, um, for the whole day and then we'd have a break and then do the performance at night. And, uh, and so when it was time to leave, it was, it was really heartbreaking. I was very
1: to do it because we shot it all in L.A. We did about eight or nine episodes, didn't we? Yes, and we became fast. Friends. I fell madly in love with you
2: on, on when we first met, and we became neighbours. Yeah, and do you remember our first lunch? <laughs> we, what was uh, barely, barely? When, where did we go? It was off. It was off the Sunset Strip, because oh. I
1: remember you laughing because I. I mean, I don't know. I I, I ordered what a, a normal was plate it full just of food we you and me
2: or was it with no, the producers it was Julie and the producers oh, yes.
1: and you yes. laughed and said to me oh my god you're eating proper food i thought you would eat a salad it was
2: ah <laughs> yes cuz <'cause> you're traitless <laughs> <laughs> and then we ah. end up ended up in the same neighborhood yes um, we were neighbors and i and i remember you were Upset because you had a telephone pole in your backyard. <laughs> and I said, with wires. And I said, but you know, you're in a very old and historic neighborhood. They didn't bury the wires back then. That's this true, was the original Los Angeles, and it has a lot of history to it. And then you said to me, now I love me, telephone pole. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I'm that.
1: glad Princesses happened because I got to meet you. and, and, and Well, like, that's you know, exactly been for-
2: true. And I just finished yet another short-lived series, which I'm thinking could possibly be my last because I don't know if I get the same thrill from it anymore. But um, I loved the people that I worked with. And I said, you know, sometimes you do a job, it's short-lived, but the friendships that come out of it endure it's the test true. of time, and I do believe that that was our blessing.
1: Also, it led—it was our friendship that led to the idea for the nanny.
2: Correct? Absolutely. Please, please me... tell that story because it's so lovely. uh After princesses, I did a, a a pilot also for CBS that was supposed to be a summer replacement, and uh, that didn't get picked up either. So I said to Peter, you know, I'm going to cash in miles. We have just enough for me to go first class (laughs) and uh, I'm going to go visit friends. Now, I had not ever traveled that distance without my husband, but I was beginning to spread my wings and learn how to be less codependent. Mm -hmm. So and I was really scared, but I pushed myself. And uh, I came and stayed with you guys. That's right. And um, I remember that, you know, even staying in your apartment... Uh, I had the window open, but I was like scared that the window was open, that somebody was going to climb through the window. <laughs> Besides, so it's on the third floor. <laughs> I, know, I know. This is how crazy I was. <laughs> and so I put like all kinds of noisy making trinkets on the window ledge. Oh, that's so, so if funny. anybody tried to get in, it would wake <laughs> me up because they would disturb my little uh, you know, alarm system there. And uh, you guys were working, you and your handsome husband, Lee Lawson. You were both working. So I was, uh, you know, I was independent enough to get there, but not to walk around a big city like London all by myself. Mm-hmm. So what did I do? I schlepped your little daughter, Carly, with Who me. Was,
1: how old was she? She about was
2: probably like 10 or 11. Uh, 11 yeah I think she was like 11 11, 12 yeah so sweet and (laughs) I've always had a great affection for her because she's you know very creative child and she used to uh, do a lot of animation uh, as long as I know her and uh, we just clicked so I'm schlepping her all over London (laughs) And out of the blue, the kid says to me, Oh, friend, my new shoes are hurting me. (laughs) And I'm thinking, What the hell is she telling me for? (laughs) (laughs) Does she want me to take her back? Because I'm not ready yet. So I said to her, honey, just step on the backs of them. And very innocently, she says to me, won't that break them? And I said, break them in. And so she continued on this journey with me
1: hope you enjoyed listening to those clips of molly and fran and if you want to listen to the full episodes you just have to um, scroll down the podcast feed until you find them and press play and they're fun episodes with two smashing ladies